Okay, let's talk about introducing employee benefits. We're going to talk about the consideration, the types, and the implementation of those benefits. If you are new here, welcome. My name is Jamie Magdick. I use she, her pronouns. I am, of course, a business owner. I own a group practice of registered dietitians. We are based out of Colorado, but we see clients all over the world. We have 10 plus growing dietitians on on the team. And additionally, I'm also a business coach and I coach individuals who are group practice owners or pursuing group practice owners to excel, thrive, and be happy and have joy in their practices. Alrighty, let's get in today's topic, employee benefits. Super exciting. If you are here, that means you are considering employee benefits, which means congratulations. That's awesome. First of all, awesome that you are looking at how can I bring more value and take care of my people. And also you're here most likely considering it because you may have that ability or be starting to have that ability to provide certain benefits that you may not have been able to do in the past. So let's talk about the value of employee benefits. There are tons, but let, let's let's talk a little bit about that to introduce it. Employee benefits really play a crucial role in the modern workplace. It offers a multitude of advantages for both employees and for the organization. And recognizing the significance of introducing these benefits is the first step towards creating a thriving work environment and a thriving organization. So here we're going to dive into why employee benefits are indispensable and the value of employee benefits. Number, number one, employee benefits help with employee retention and attraction. Attracting top talent, those A players, is a perpetual challenge, right? It, we, we know that. It's a challenge for organizations to find those team members that we just we just love so much. And we really want to be attracting those top performer, performers, those top talents, that, that, those top providers, right? So offering a comprehensive benefit package can set you apart from competitors and also act as a magnet for skilled professionals. Moreover, it serves as a powerful tool for retaining existing employees, reducing turnover rates, and fostering a sense of loyalty. Number two, another benefit of benefits are enhanced job satisfaction. Employee benefits directly contribute to the well-being, of course, and job satisfaction, of course, of your team. Health insurance, work-life balance, flexibility, training and supervision, support initiatives that help improve mental health, reducing stress, increasing happiness among your team absolutely are going to increase job satisfaction. And so benefits are key to providing that type of environment and that type of initiative. Number three, boosted productivity. When employees are happy, they're feeling like their needs are met, they feel supported, they feel part of the team, they're going to be more motivated and engaged at work, right? Like we all are. Uh, of course, we are more engaged when we feel like we are being taken care of as we deserve. So this sense of purpose, this job satisfaction, this camaraderie, this feeling of being well taken care of, it's going to translate into just I guess you can say productivity, efficiency, just like a, doing a good job, um, showing up and taking good care of clients, showing up and taking good care of team members. So 
however you want to name boosted productivity, however we can say just job performance as well. Um, because of course, if someone's not taken care of, it, their job performance is going to struggle again, as it should. Next benefit is mentioned a bit little already, but it's the competitive edge. In a competitive job market, organizations with attractive benefits have a distinct advantage. Candidates are more likely to accept job offers and stay with companies that offer a well-rounded benefit program that invest in their employees in a multitude of ways, in holistic health ways, including health coverage, retirement plans, matches, financial stability, support as a person, professional development opportunities. You will have a competitive edge the better and more attractive your benefits package is. Next, legal compliance. This is a benefit. Compliance with labor laws and regulation is not an ethical obligation, but it's a legal requirement. Failure to adhere to these regulations can result in costly lawsuits and penalties. Properly structured benefits programs ensure compliance with laws such as Employment Retirement Income Security Act and the Affordable Care Act. And you absolutely want to be keeping up with that. So you want a legal team, you want an accountant who can help keep you up to date on the different legal compliances as um, things change. And again, it depends on your business. Um, It depends on uh, where you're located as well. Um, But definitely a benefit of benefits is that you, if you're following them correctly, you are legally compliant. So wrapping up the benefits of benefits, I want to now move into considerations when thinking about introducing benefits. Now, this is a big deal. Again, congratulations. And additionally, you want to make sure you can support these benefits. Benefits are expensive. So most likely you are moving into a place with your practice where you are, have the ability. Maybe you have, you have grown, your services are growing, your team is growing, and you are able to offer these. So again, congratulations. Let's make sure you're considering this appropriately and you're setting yourself up for success and we are not getting ourselves into a place where we're not going to be able to afford benefits or be able to pay ourselves. So before diving into the implementation of employee benefits, it's very, very important to take a step back, listen to a podcast like this, (laughs) talk to your supervisor, look at your numbers, talk to your accountant, and carefully consider various factors. Number one, you want to consider organizational culture. How do the benefits align with your company's values and your company's missions? Do they reinforce the desired culture and employee experience? So consider what benefit you're thinking about, the need of that benefit, and how it fits with your employee's desires, your culture of your business, the vision, vision and mission of your business. Number two, you want to consider, and I mentioned this a little in the last one, but employees' needs and preferences. What benefits will resonate with your diverse workforce? Have you conducted surveys yet or assessments to gauge employee preferences, right? So I'm going to bring you into an experience for me and my experience with introducing benefits. The first benefit, I believe, if I can remember correctly, that I offered was health insurance. Now, that was the first on my radar because it was the first on my um, team's radar, which, um, you know, they were in a place where they didn't want to get 
a, you know, find their own health insurance, which I completely understand. And at first that was absolutely not something we could afford, but as soon as I was able, that was the first one I wanted to introduce. And the reason I introduced that first is because it was most desirable for my team. And it also aligned with my values. So as we introduced more benefits and as we're considering more benefits, I do conduct, conduct surveys and assessments and plan to continue to do so when I am considering um, what we're able to do because everyone believes, everyone feels differently. Sometimes for retirement, I've noticed for some reason, just with, with um, personally, um, it's not as big of a deal um, for some folks on my team as others. And um, the I see that there are other preferences I might not have considered that they would be more interested in rather than retirement. So, of course, you need to make a decision for your whole team um, and make an informed decision, an educated decision. And so you want to speak and have conversations with your team, conduct surveys, gauge those employees' um, preferences when it comes to what benefits to introduce and what um, the needs are of your team. The third thing to consider is budget and cost sustainability. Know your numbers. What is your budget for offering benefits? And can you sustain this? Can you sustain this if your numbers change? And how easy is it for your numbers to change? You want to be like overprepared because trust me, things happen and then you're pulling from your reserves. So you want to make sure you have reserves, number one. And number two, that you're looking you're kind of risk management, risk assessment, figuring out what could go wrong. What would I do? How long can I sustain that? What will I need to do if this happens? You want to really consider the sustainability. So not only your budget in the present moment for offering benefits, but what is the sustainability of continuing to offer those benefits in the long term. You do not want to get ahead of yourself um, because you will be, you will sink. Um, Absolutely. So, and then another question you can ask is how will you balance the cost while also ensuring competitive benefits? So of course you want to be competitive. Of course you want to give all you can give to your very valued team, but you also need to consider the cost. You also need to consider security and safety if something happens. You also need to consider long-term sustainability and when your business absolutely will go through ebbs and flows, okay? You don't want to base these off of um, your highest point because most likely you will not stay there. So you really want to consider the ebbs and flows of uh, that natural process um, and timeline in your business when you are introducing benefits. All right. The next thing you want to consider is competitive advantage. How can offering benefits give you an edge in attracting and retaining top talent, which we chatted about? Are there unique benefits that can set your organization apart? So one thing that comes to mind when I think about this is um, this is a value of mine, but uh, I also feel like it can be a competitive advantage. Um, I do not require certain hours of my employees. I do require a certain client load um, to be able to maintain benefits that they have and to reach those goals and reach our goals as an organization and take care of us and our sustainability. Um, but one thing I really want everyone to have and something that I think keeps compe- keeps us competitive and keeps um, 
and that's important to our team, is flexible work hours, being able to create their own schedule, because then this aligns with their life and can have work-life balance. They can um, act in accordance to values. Let's say they do not want to work past three because they want to pick up their kids from school and they want to be able to have dinner with family, right? That's important. I, I wouldn't require my um, team to work evenings. And then I have team uh, team members who like to wake up slowly, enjoy their morning, take care of themselves first, do yoga, go to yoga classes, and come in later because that's a value to them and it helps with work-life balance. It helps them to take care of themselves. And um, also some people like to take a big break in the middle of the day, again, breaking up their work day because that's what feels best to them physically and mentally. So I consider that a comp competitive advantage. I consider that a, um, that's, of course, a benefit. So when you are um, structuring your benefits, and again, benefits include um, those things like flexibility, autonomy, growth, all of that. So they're not only financial benefits. Um, so anyways, you want to, um, that's something you consider. Okay, so next thing you want to consider is uh, legal and regulatory requirements. Now, it's important to know what legal obligations and regulations apply to the specific benefits you're considering. And also with just in general, what obligations and regulations do you have in your state when it comes to employment? Have you consulted legal experts to ensure compliance? You really want to consider this and consult um, to provide solid foundation for designing a benefits program that's going to align with your organization's goal and meet the diverse needs of your employers or your employees. I'm sorry. Um, one example here for legal, legal and regulatory requirements that to be mindful of. So um, one of the most recent benefits that we were able to introduce was PTO. Um, and after introduced it, I found found out that um, it was required to offer sick time. Um, and so to, to add to those hours. Now, why did I bring that up? I think the reason I brought that up is to say, let's say you offered um, life insurance. Let's just say you offered life insurance or some kind of fund um, or for uh, something specific like when, when a client, when a someone's in need, you have like a fund that you give to. Now, if you implement that and then you find out um, that you're not compliant with offering sick time, but you don't have the means to offer sick time and this fund, it would have been very helpful um, to know this so you didn't incorporate or introduce two benefits because you never want to take a benefit away. So you just want to be very informed when it comes to that. All right, now that we spoke about the considerations when you're introducing benefits, let's go ahead and talk about the different types of employee benefits. So employee benefits encompass a wide array of offerings that are going to cater to different aspects of the employee's life, the employee's well-being. Some common types of employee benefits are going to include, number one, health and wellness benefits, number two, financial benefits, Number three, work-life balance benefits. Number four, professional development benefits. And number five, recognition and incentives. So lots of different benefits that you can introduce. And of course, you want to consider them all carefully, the ability, the alignment, financial, uh, sustainability, all of that. 
So we're, I'm going to give you a few examples of all of these, all of these in different categories, in these different categories. So number one, health and wellness benefits. That's going to be your health insurance, your dental coverage, um, vision coverage, wellness programs, potentially uh, therapy coverage. If, if uh, you want to provide that gym memberships, number two, financial benefits. That's going to be retirement plans, retirement matches, um, which are, you know, 401k contributions, stock options, financial counseling. Number three, work-life balance benefits. So paid time off, vacation and sick days, flexible work arrangements, parental leave. Number four is professional development benefits. So that's going to be training programs, educational reimbursements. Number five, recognition and incentives. So employee recognition programs, performance bonuses, shares, things like that. Now, remember that each of these benefit categories, they serve specific purposes, contributing to the holistic well-being of employment and enhancing their overall job satisfaction. So you want um, you want a little bit of all of these and as much as you can of all of these, of course, de- depending, and you're not going to introduce them all at once, of course, because that would be very tough. I started with more work-life balance benefits. And then when I was able, I introduced the most needed thing, which was a health and wellness benefit. And then I added on these financial benefits and I can continue to assess how I can introduce more and more. And I hope as we grow stronger um, that I can put in as many of these as possible. It's super exciting that you are here and you are thinking about this. This is amazing. I hope you successfully implement your first benefit. You start to consider your second. That is wonderful. Make sure you're very careful looking at all of these things. You're looking at different perspectives. You're getting employee um, communication of, of, you know, their feelings and thoughts. Work with supervisors. Work with your whole team. Work with the coach. Take your time and you got this. You want to move slowly, move carefully, but absolutely move in this direction. And I'm so excited for you. All right. And that about wraps it up. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, do not hesitate to reach out at biz at jamierd.com. And if you're interested in learning more about implementing benefits and other aspects in your business when it comes to owning a business and growing a group practice, also you can message me and learn more about my coaching offerings. All right. Until next time, keep growing and don't forget to take care of yourself. Chat with you later.